Hi, my loves. How are we feeling today? Let's take a deep breath together. If you are new here, if you're from Katie's world or you're an old friend, hi, my name is Laura Patricia Martin. I started this podcast in the midst of a breakup and confusion and wanting to share my raw and honest feelings of how I'm navigating it and honestly wanted it to be like a time capsule that I can go back to and that I can connect deeper with my community. I am a trauma specialist. I'm a relationship specialist. I talk all about dating and slaying shame and really making taboo quote-unquote topics more common, easier to navigate, less taboo. And I have the coolest guest come on here. Today I'm talking with my lovely lovely friend, Katie Taylor, who is in my mastermind with me. And I have never met someone that is so, just her voice, the way she speaks, the conversation that we lead ourselves into. She's a liberation and business artist, which within itself is beautiful. Even that title makes me swoon. We get into it around motherhood and having compassion and surrendering to rest as a catalyst for growth in your business, especially as you're making a pivot from maiden to mother, which is a, which is a big transition Katie just made since I've known her. And she has done it with such a dance and such an open heart and such beauty. And I'm so excited to bring this to you and talking about the truths of motherhood and how that is. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a mother yet, but I have so many questions around what that would be like and how to really move through this transition with ease and grace and look at it with excitement and how it gets to be. And she's, she's just a beautiful soul. And so I'm really excited to bring this to you. You can go follow her over on Instagram, which is Katie underscore underscore Taylor. And I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. And of course, we love to hear from you over on our Instagram, which my personal one is it's Laura Patricia Martin. So I-T-S Laura Patricia Martin or Healing to Happy, so Healing T.O. Happy is where you're going to find a lot of our stuff. And let us know what you think of this episode. As I say in most things, subscribe, like, review. It really helps us out. So we can get to share this. We can get to grow this. We can create a safe place to land on the internet, which is the intention here. And so if you're looking to take this a step further, if you're looking to get into more high-level mentorship, if you're looking to really quantum leap into love with your internet BFF in your pocket and a specialist in your pocket. Right now, we are enrolling for the behind the scenes dating mastermind, which is a Voxer 30-day niched mastermind. If you've never been inside a Voxer, it's a walkie-talkie app where we just get to riff all day long on navigating triggers around what's happening when we're going through different programs and you know what I really wanted when I was making my transitions and when I first started out this whole journey, which was when I was leaving a domestically violent trauma bonding relationship. Yes, there's therapy, but I also needed someone in the midst of the triggers that I could dance with, that I could walk with, that I could, you know, relay information with that wasn't my friends because my friends didn't necessarily understand. I needed someone in the field, in that arena to walk me through it. And, you know, now I have that in business and I have that in relationships and I have that in my containers and I'm doing that now to create high level support within this community. And so that's going to be happening beginning of October on the back end of Sacred Singlehood. You can tap into Sacred Singlehood, which is our navigating the in-between program, really coming becoming the hero of your journey. We have so many things on offer one-on-one we have vip sessions you can ditch the dating apps sessions which is that plus seven days of Voxer. there's so many things really it's just wherever you're at leading yourself to the conversation reaching out to us me or my team or leading yourself to it you know really navigating our relationship patterns is the thing that sets us free and welcomes us home so that's what this space is whatever led you here i'm happy that you're here and looking forward to seeing what you get out of this episode and i'll see you on the other side You are listening to the Healing to Happy podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. 
I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs. Safety is imprinted and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So let's begin. Hi, my beautiful bee. I'm so happy Hi, that you're here. Thank you. Yeah. And we finally get to check. It's been, we're in a mastermind for eight months, and I haven't had an opportunity to sit down and chat with you. So I've been just kind of bopping around this morning, being like, I'm so excited. I love her already. <laughs> I know. And you sent that song, and I was like, Oh, I'm grooving. So we're just, we're already connected. <laughs> for sure um so for anyone that's popping in can you please introduce your lovely self to our community or reintroduce yourself to your community all that kind of stuff yeah well hello hello my name is katie taylor i am currently tucked away in the jungle mountains in costa rica I call myself, I, I'm not a fan of labels, but if we're going to put one, of course, I, I made it this extravagant name of a liberation artist. And so anything that draws myself, my family, my community, my audience closer to freedom and liberation, that's my jam. And so within that realm, I teach a lot on business and entrepreneurship and the femininity, relationships, motherhood, any frequency of freedom, I can riff for days. <laughs> you know, when I was scrolled over to your Instagram, just to like be like, what does she call herself? And I saw a liberation and business artist. I was like, oh my God, it's so juicy. Like, it's so yeah. <laughs> I like, whatever we have to come, you know, of course we get stuck in the mindset of like, how do I label myself? My mentor, what am I? And I always just, my first reaction is to laugh because I'm like, how do we possibly put what we do in words? And so when I landed on liberation artists, I was like, that feels like a breath of fresh air for me. Mm, I love that. I'm always like, just wizardry. Like that's just, yeah. I have no idea. We make magic in the world. That's what it is. What am I today? Exactly. <laughs> I, I always joke. I'm like, every day is Halloween, basically. So who are we today? What are we doing? It's a magical yes. time. <laughs> Actually living our childhood fantasies. Exactly. I love it. I love it so much. Um, every time I start one of these conversations, sometimes I forget, but I wrote it in my notes to remind myself. I like to ask, what are you currently navigating that you're healing your way to happy on? Oh, this is a great question. Well, I am a new mother. My son actually, he turns five months today. And so I am navigating this new identity as a mom, as it opens up new identities within my marriage and in my business. And just reminding myself that like I get to create this path, disregarding any tendencies of comparison um, and the sense of this is how I should do things and knowing that we're truly recreating this for ourselves as I'm doing a different path than like my family members and even circles that I'm noticing that I'm within. Um, I'm either like the youngest one or I'm only the mother. And so it's just a complete blank canvas. And so while the mind may say, this is scary, then I get to go to the blank canvas and say, I am the artist. And so what kind of stroke do we get to do today? Mm. I feel like that can land for so many people on comparison and stepping into a whole new journey. And even if it's not motherhood, it's this continuous evolution of, again, going back to what we just opened with, of like, who am I today? And how can I witness the kind of narrative or the conversation that I'm having within my my own headspace to shift out of the narrative and back into the present moment and 
really see it as a work of art like it's not going to always be the easiest path but it is ultimately your unique signature to this world yeah 100 percent. and this this side of having a child too and like I'm so and just as you are Laura and your work so passionate so present such a woman devoted to service and then also I have this like human being this flesh and blood like my soul outside of me and so with that there's a lot of rest and just being with him and I would also say navigating this tendency to feel like I should always be producing and on fire because in the eyes of community and audience and online world it can be presumed like oh she's always a powerhouse she's always creating and always doing I get this reflection from my my friends as well and in my own mastermind so I'm really navigating like who am I as this woman who can um, maintain a thriving business while also deeply prioritizing rest and in these precious moments with my son hmm. talk to me before Luca was born was that something like were you already working on the surrender and the taking space and relaxing into that or were you in that kind of hustle movement <laughs> that we sometimes can get wrapped up inside of but what was it like before you had Luca and then what is it like now I think Luca has been my greatest teacher so far in his five months of existence in surrender and rest. Like before I thought I was doing it, don't get me wrong, some like that energetic, I'm always like, yeah, surrender, trust. And I was teaching it, but like, this has really been the initiation of <laughs> like, you don't have a choice because he's going through sleep regressions or like, um, he's he's crying for you he wants to be needed right and I and I want to be there to hold him and so before Luca I thought I was surrendering and this has definitely taken it up a notch in the sense of I'm really not trying to play God I'm really not trying to control everything um, and I'm leaving it up in the hands for what wants to come through me, like what wants to birth through me. And it can happen in a split second. Whereas before I would, yeah, okay, I'm surrendering, but I was still like micromanaging and what do people want from me and what can I create now? It was a little bit more hungry and I um not in like a healthy way. Mm. I feel like I can relate to that. So I built my first business um around gut health and things like that and I was working 14 hour days and very masculine way you know paid ads events just this whole thing and then I moved back to the states and that's when I was like I want something softer I know this feminine movement and what have you like that's how that turns me on I really want to lean into that and so I started to create my schedule as if <laughs> And it sounds so silly, but it's true where it was like, when I become a mother, I want to be able to be there for my kid. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to have that space and that capacity. But as you're speaking, I was like, but I still wouldn't say I'm in that total surrender moment. And I don't know if that's even something that can happen until you have, like you said, your soul outside of yourself, you know, like it, it's sitting in front of you. And I think you can prep and you know, visualizing what have you, but really it is this deep surrender where it's like the soul and the the expansion of how can I then build this empire and move through this thing with this other entity that I really want to be fully present on. And so how has it been for you with work and Billy, because you're freaking crushing it, you know, <laughs> and, and it's so beautiful to witness and to see it alongside you're growing a human you know and it, it's this magical marriage and navigating all of those things so although in our head we can like prep all this stuff what's it like actually being in it I guess <laughs> oh my gosh well you know those sayings of like you've never known a love until you have a baby it's just mm -hmm. like ridiculously true and so I feel like I'm cracked open even more on an hourly basis um so to be a mother I'm I feel so vulnerable I feel so emotional I will say something too Laura as you spoke about like you know prepping for the family dynamic and when that comes is 
something happened during my pregnancy that I wasn't expecting. And it was like this creative fire. I mean, I could not stop coming up with ideas and courses and workshops, and <laughs> all the things that I'm like, okay, we're doing this, which has allowed me to create in that moment. And then once his arrival is here, it was like, everything was already set up. Now everything is sustaining itself. Now we've got you know, a product suite. And so I can really relax into this postpartum time, this juicy time. And I have things that I can go and sell and create. And I was sharing with you this morning before we started recording, I'm like, I don't really know what's coming through. And it's like that moment that was like true surrender of like, I'm okay with nothing coming through is when it just all started flooding. Um, And so that just, true release and allowing God, like my higher power to just be my CEO and lean on that masculine, right? The trees, the earth, the the way that the wind wants to blow allows for the support. Mm. I think that's beautiful. Like so beautiful that I have chosen my body. Um, mm. And I'm curious to know, because when I've worked with mothers and they're running their businesses and they're doing their whole thing. There's a lot of like guilt that they talk to. And I can't speak on that. I'm not a mom, you know, but I do know there are women in my community that are moms and I can speak of, you know, the sovereignty and like showing up for yourself and taking the space for yourself. Cause it's so important, but you're in it. And so I'm curious, do you navigate that? What was that like in the beginning, either guilt of, being at work and not with Luca and I mean I know you bring Luca with you but um <laughs> there and he's part of <laughs> the beautiful soul that he is and but like that kind of mindset where it's like if I'm not with him some type of guilt or if I'm with him I have guilt I'm not in my business like do you have those feelings and if so how are you navigating that and how is your heart around that oh yeah I I totally can admit I'm 100% human and those monsters do come in to tell me that I am not a good enough mother, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy because I take, you know, two calls maximum a day. I'll do my writing when he's napping. I feel really fortunate and empowered that my husband and I made the decision when we first started the business that he was going to be retired and stay at home dad. So I know who's with him right now and, and their relationship is just beyond. That's a whole other realm. And those moments when the guilt creeps up, I, I remind myself that this, this is a new way that we get to do family dynamic and that I'm really setting him up for legacy and time freedom. Um, I am so steeped in my seat of purpose too. So I remind myself, like, if I wasn't doing this work, I would still wish that I was in service in some way too. And I know that I'm helping other mothers and women achieve this freedom so that they can have more time with their kids. Um, and I, and I, I have awesome masculine structures too, babe. I'm all about like the feminine, but I hired, you know, my assistant, I made sure I got really like organized with my CRM and I didn't have to finkle around with that. When my son's here, I delegate like a ninja, like a badass. Um, So I don't do a lot of things that I don't want to do. So when I'm doing work, I'm really happy to do it for the couple of hours, the few hours a day that I am when my son is sleeping, when my son is with his dad. And then when we we reconvene right after I close my laptop and just dropped into the present moment with him. Mm. And that's the joy of it. You get to create it again, going back to the artistry and for the parts that you don't want to do, you can ask for help you know, and higher help and lean into that. And I think that's one of those strongest parts where like we often can see as seeking help or seeking service of others or seeking assistance can seem as weak, but really that's that's actually the strength because then you get to lean in and show up as your full, full self. Yeah, and giving... I love that, Laura, and giving other people the opportunity to shine too. You know, like my husband is he's always felt the draw to have kids for like a very long time. And so he's also in his seat of, in his role, right. To be the present father that him and I both didn't experience when we were being raised and 
him and I were talking yesterday about, we want to have another baby and we want to have like Irish twins that they're really close in age. So we're also like, you know, depending on when I get my menstrual cycle and where the wind blows us, but in the vision, we imagine them really close in age. So we're also having this lovely, like newborn, young diaper changing, minimal sleep time, just in this chapter together. And he was like, this is a lot, you know, this requires so much energy to be with him the way that we want to be with him. And so it would look like perhaps hiring um, support system in the house, someone to help make meals, someone to take turns with, but really being, you know, aware and loving with who we would decide to bring into like our little family unit in that way. And it feels good because I know, I mean, I was a nanny for a really long time and that was also my purpose in that phase in my life. It brought me so much joy to be around children as I was studying. And so to provide that ripple for somebody else and to bring that support into our family, like you're right, it's strength, it's strength. Mm. I mean, I love that. It allows people to rise to their potential, Mm. to parts of them that they may have not even known, right? Like, cause it wasn't modeled where it's like, oh, I don't necessarily know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna try this out and I get to see what works and what doesn't, whether that's in the family home or whether that's in a business setting, you know, like there's so many parts of when you surrender, you allow someone to rise. Like there's this beautiful dynamic and flow of the universe where it's like, if you actually stop needing to control every part of your life and you deeply surrender to trusting what is, what is for you, what lights you up, what is your artistry, trusting yourself to actually achieve that artistry in the most aligned, beautiful space, people will match you with that type of energy of where where they have been seeking some type of understanding, some type of rise, mm-hmm. some type of surrender as well. And it's this beautiful flow of life that we kind yeah. of want to take that, take, take it off the gas. It doesn't necessarily mean our foot goes to the brake. Our car is still going to be moving forward in a way that's so fluid and so beautiful. And people will be helping us out along the way. Completely, completely. Mm-hmm. And that's the thread of of true community mm-hmm. yeah that's talk to me so you opened up with kind of talking about comparison and I was just on my walk and I was listening to I can't remember his name some psychologist and he was talking about the gremlin monsters in our mind and I just love the way that he said that you know I was like yes I kind of want to talk on that because I can I can feel it I'm not even a mom yet right? Where it's just like navigating the gremlins in our mind and wanting to control and wanting to compare and feeling like we're not doing it right. And so when you or your clients or anyone you know is navigating those gremlins, what are some tools and some practices that help you step into that surrender, step into this commitment to growth and commitment to motherhood? Yeah, I think one of the most simplest practices is two feet on the earth take a moment deep breath and look at around like everything that you've created and finding the similarities more so than the differences in others has been extremely profound in my healing too i would have this tendency of being in a group setting or whether it be social media whatever it is And I was so immediate to pick out the differences in us, whether it be I'm better or whether it be I'm not good enough, right? (laughs) And so now when I notice the comparisonitis, I really get to check myself and say, where can I find the similarities in these human beings? Whether it be an actual sentence, like a tangible thing or a feeling, a frequency thing, per se, if I'm looking at somebody who seems further ahead than me, then I get to tune in and I get to connect with the resonance, with the feeling of, oh my God, we're on the same path. We're on the same frequency. The the tangible results may look different, but it's on its way to me. And in that sense, I can release the how, I can release the comparison because I'd rather be more connected to the feeling anyways, (laughs) because that's what we're striving for the end of the day yeah and that gives the sense of belonging which I have witnessed it's like that's one of our biggest core wounds where do I belong in this narrative of my life 
where can I fit in and not be rejected? And when you start to look for, oh, I belong here because of, instead of mm-hmm. I don't belong here because of, it shifts so much. Like true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even wit- witnessed that in our mastermind, right? Like holy sisterhood wounds when you first step into those kind of portals where you're like, I don't belong here. What am I doing? Like this doesn't make sense. And like your gremlins come in and you're like, but we're all here because we're divinely aligned in such a way. Right. And this is actually where you get to show up in your heart centered leadership, in your vulnerability to be seen, to be witnessed and look for the space of where do I belong is so friggin' powerful. I love that. There are so many more similarities too, than there are differences, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) We're so quick to be like, no, I'm different. No, I don't belong. And when we actually take time to sit down and digest what's right in front of us, it just all becomes clear. Why do you think we do that? Like, why do you think our brains and our bodies too seek to be like, where can I find rejection? You know? And there's a lot, but what's really coming to heart right now is the way that society is kind of strategic structured this hyper independence Mm -hmm. of rejecting community of doing it on our own um of not being seen in our vulnerabilities and so then when we come into group spaces um we we are just protecting ourselves we're doing what was taught to us no i'm independent no i'm different i mean this this aspects that show up um in my sense where I'll I'll hermit and hide in that way and then if I'm comparing to like I don't know enough um I just remember like crones and older women like they are my teachers and I attracted them into my life for a reason um and I'm calling for expansion I'm calling for growth I'm not calling for a linear path that society has also taught us is like the way to do life and so with that I'm going to call those that can teach me those that know more than me those that are not ahead but they've got a little bit more up their sleeve so that I can learn it's like putting on that curiosity cap and so of the comparison cap right like being like can I actually learn something here or what is this what's why is this being presented in my life therefore that I'm learning right because that's what our life is going to be doing it's always a lesson (laughs) or a test it's like what am I learning here what am I doing I saw this a lot when I was um and I think you brought up a really good point is we go on this like soldiery and I want to know what sparked yours on this but when I first started mine it was like I thought I had to do it alone so I only listened to podcasts and I couldn't present the fact that I was struggling, you know, with drugs and eating disorders and domestic violence and all these things that were wrapping myself in. And it was like the shame, right? Like this deep shame. So I, I wanted to do it alone. And Mm -hmm. I did, I, because of my story and the narrative that I told myself, it was like, I don't belong here because mine is X and I can't talk about this because Y and really kind of finding myself within podcasts, but then also what started my first business and what have you was the community aspect was slaying the shame and like bringing things from light from back end conversation to a table of actually I'm not doing okay and I assume I'm not the only one that's not doing okay and it's like that leading with I don't even know what like passionate vulnerability right and coming into a space and so I'm curious because I know you've had a, a death and rebirth and coming into that and so finding a space to belong within that and letting yourself be seen within that what was what was your journey of the beginning to here I mean not the very beginning we don't have to go back to when you were born but you know (laughs) the like the journey of becoming you and finding your space and being able to be seen and creating these gorgeous communities that you create and showing your heart to the world what was that coming of so that you became this leader and this teacher as well to other people yeah so similarly to your story I I have a lot of addiction um in my life and the particular moments that are coming oh sheesh we're going here um was when I well one of it was when I had to turn myself into jail for three nights because I had a DUI 
And I remember the first like three days of jail is um, really intense because there's a lot of people coming off of drugs. So you're in the cells for most of the time besides like three hours in the morning um, and then like an hour in the evening to come out and eat and socialize. And I remember feeling like I'm so different. Like I'm not doing heroin or I haven't like completely lost everything. But then when I actually started talking with these women, we had so much in common. We became like sisters because we had the same wounding. We had the same threads. We had the same programming of like, why do we, how do we actually get ourselves in here? And then the same thing happened when I was in rehab, I found all the ways of like why I didn't need this and how I could just do it on my own. And then we would go into these circles and there would be a facilitator, there would be, you know, the leader, the therapist prompting questions and someone would share. And I, I couldn't help but to just cry and feel so seen and so heard regardless of whether their story was less as intense or more intense than mine. Like it was just enough and we're here for the, for the same reasoning. And so now fast forward, you know, five years later, I'm able to understand like the depths of the human psyche and why we're really coming into this space together. And it's not just about, I don't have, I don't have enough or my, my rock bottom isn't, you know, compared to somebody else's it's, there's just the similarity, the similarity in the human being. And it gives you more compassion for the human, what I've witnessed, like being in, you know, Al-Anon or Kodar or 12 Steps or NA and, and hearing the stories, right? And you have, like, it teaches you how to fully listen to, right? Like to surrender into that moment and to be like, instead of me projecting what I think humans are supposed to do, which I definitely lived my life in that way. Where can I seek that I am different and project my beliefs onto you because I am right and you are wrong. And that would create void and anger and detachment from other human beings. And then mm-hmm. sitting in these rooms and hearing these stories where it's like, oh my goodness, there's so much human. There's so much human when with each human suit the soul that is within them, we aren't much different. No matter our class system, no matter what we look like, no matter what our careers are, our backgrounds, like the desire to be validated, the desire to belong, you know? I mean, that is why I would use drugs, you know? It was like to escape, to give this false sense and this numbing of like, oh, maybe I belong here because now I'm high as balls and therefore now I'm connected to these people, but then it would fade and it had to, you know, get into these cycles of false attachment to what have you. But sitting in those rooms, it was like, whoa, this is a soul. And now I see this and it's because I've been starting to put on these events and such, but I also see it within my communities or inside of sister circles. It's not exactly obviously like NA or things of that nature, but it's still people sharing their hearts, you know, and on this journey of self-development and growth and portals and wanting to step into them. And it's just at different capacities and different lengths. And it, it really does show this human desire of where can I fit in, in my lifetime, because I've spent so many years wanting to detach and be this individual and be unique and put, you know, have this hard exterior. And I feel like right now there's this, like, maybe it's just because it's the rooms that we're in, but like the shifting mm-hmm. into actually, how do I dismantle all of the masks that I've built up around myself and surrender into the softness to belong and rest and be gentle and do that in a supportive community? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, imagine like communities and circles as a it's like it's a very masculine structure like it's there there's times there's dates there's agendas there's topics and so forth and it creates the perfect container for then like you said us to just come in in the middle and melt and and take off the masks and you shared about the attribute of deep listening which is like, gosh, when how much of us do have a tendency to like be listening to something and, and maybe you're even listening to this podcast and catch yourself and notice like, am I already thinking about me? 
You know, where would, where did I, then my mind took me for a spin and tried to point out some differences or my own story rather than deep listening and trusting my channel and what wants to come through later. Yes. Have you noticed that when you do these kind of things, it's like the voices in your head, you start to witness, you're like, those aren't even mine. (laughs) Like, I had this like breakdown the other few months ago when I first started this whole single journey. I was like, I don't have an original thought. Like none of my thoughts are my own. Everything is from a textbook or a podcast or a program or things of that nature. So it's been like, I'm doing this like learning fast right now where it's like, you can Mm. learn something a week and that's it. And everything else is music. Everything else is silence. Everything else is like fiction books, which I have not done in my entire life. And it's, it's kind of going on this journey of where can I find that softness again before the structure before the hustle before the finite game started to play into the system of we're passing and we're failing and if we take rest we're losing and we can't have any pleasure and fun which is the opposite of what life is and longevity is and the point of life is to make as many memories as possible so that we can and that goes beyond just textbooks and self-development and learning Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm curious to know how has that shifted for you in and now you're, you know, balancing life and being a wife and being a mother and being an individual. And mm-hmm. how has that journey been into the surrender of making spaces for all of that to come through within this time period? Yeah, well, I've definitely turned down the volume a bit on personal development and we're watching Netflix again which is funny because I think I remember when I used to be like no time for Netflix like only personal development I'm like actually I just want to watch Netflix and eat pizza in my bed and (laughs) integrate all the things that I've learned in the past month or whatever it looks like so I do like set intentional times in my life or just notice it when my body when I'm like ooh, okay it's enough Now I want to start to integrate these things that I've learned and put it into practice and see what comes out. So I can not only like have the nothingness, which, which is so funny. We're so afraid of nothingness yet. It's something that we pray for, right? Can't we just turn it off? Can it just be silent? And then the moment we get it, we're like, wait a second. And then we try to grasp and hold on to things. And so I really try to create intentional space of nothingness and whether that looked like being off social media for extended amounts of time um even in we're in this like wonderful mastermind that's got tons of programs I'll go through phases where I'm like I'm not going to do this live program right now like I'm working on hearing my my own voice and my own channel and what wants to come through as I'm in service with my clients and so forth Um, without getting in that scarcity of like, I must get every last bit of this container, you know, like it will be there. I also guide my clients through this as well in my program Evoke, which is all about understanding potential and purpose. And I will say like, you know, for the next two weeks, it's a social media fast and turn things off, like enjoy Netflix again, have you, or what's the book that's been sitting on your shelf that you've been wanting to read, but you've been so steeped in, um, personal development and studies and coming back into our own a little bit after everything we've learned. I love that. I just realized my thing was still on mute. Um, (laughs) I love that. And then I love that that's integrated into your program. I might have to little adopt that as well, where it's like, go back to having an original thought. Like I applaud you for being in a space of self-development and growth with the biggest growth portal and getting back into communication with self and your truth and the remembrance before we put on all of these different capes and cloaks and masks and protection and stepping into this like creativity that lies within our intuition that sometimes we forget's there right like that and and I love that because it's you know like before we jump down I'm like why do we want a riff on because this will come out and you know, in the middle of September, what do you have? You're like, I don't know. Like, this isn't it. And then it, because you've had rest and surrender, you're like, hold on, Lame, name landed. And like the excitement behind that. And it, it's just proof where there's like, when you surrender that like hive mind, the potentiality, the truth, the 
the creativity like that is birthed but if we're trying to push things so much and I am speaking because I do this where it's like no I'm gonna sit in front of my laptop and something's gonna land and da, 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 da. and it's like actually if you like chilled and watched Netflix and you were like with your family and your friends and you were out dancing and being and living I bet what was actually meant to come through will actually come through your channel in that state instead of searching the internet for someone else's ideas that you can then be inspired by, which sometimes works. And sometimes it's like, actually, you just have to get quiet and it'll come through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I love to use like in this so much easier said than done. You know, if you're listening, you're like, uh, okay. But like something that really like holds an anchor for me is I'm sure we've all heard these stories about like women in business or even women who are like looking for relationships and they they meet the person at the Christmas party or they have their biggest income month the last month of the year and I just like I hold that you know I'm like surprise me so what if like we're experiencing perhaps a dip right now or I'm not like hitting these projected goals of like I'm always um surpassing my income from the previous month I'm grateful right now it's at like a beautiful sustainable place but like that just thought process of like I could be so blown away and surprised in a couple months that would make up for all this time and it's really grasping that cyclical living you know where I think there's a lot of talk too about the references of not sustainability, but this like always having to hyper achieve and go bigger and lots of more, more, more compound. And then our human are, especially as like females, you know, like our bodies weren't designed that way. <laughs> Do you feel like motherhood has shifted that more for you? Or is that something that you've always kind of embodied? Oh, 100% motherhood has shifted this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I could easily like push out things and like figure out, okay, well, what can I sell? Like, what can I do? Um, and I just like, I don't want to do that. It doesn't feel good. I would much rather, um, take time off. And, and I say this with, like, I really created my business model beforehand. Like I've got products, like there are times when there's creative fire and there are times when there's internal and there's winter. Mm. And so just like respecting respecting those those moments of doesn't have to look like somebody else's model and it's like relishing in those moments too you know it's finding the oh when I have this spark of joy and wanting to work and wanting to be in it it's like you're gonna have a season where maybe you do want to hustle and it just because there is this whole feminine leadership heart center, like I wouldn't shame that part of you. It's coming from a place of, I deeply desire to bring this into the universe. I deeply desire to have this be my creative expression right now. But if it's coming from a space of, I need to get this out and da, 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 the narratives we tell ourselves, it's, it's very different energy, but then it's also yeah. softening into that space where it's like, I actually like, this is how I'm feeling because I just launched an event and now I'm like, you know, I'm also launching sacred single and I just can't be bothered to push on that. I trust. I'm like, I just want to sit in the sun. I want to watch Netflix. I want to read a book like, and just surrendering to that moment being like, I trust, I trust that there's a seed being planted and things going in that nature. And again, there's systems in place because there are the foundations of building anything that support mm -hmm. that space that you take. But it, it sounds more to me like what I hear in you is just like you have this deep trust with self, with God, with space. And mm -hmm. it's so inspiring. And it's like, even now I'm just like, my lights are off, my candles lit. I'm like, this is like, your energy yeah. is such a vibe because it, it is just, it's tender, it's soft, it's safe, you know? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was having this like visual. I learned so much from my my midwife about birth and she calls her, she's quantum mama. She's absolutely amazing. I bring her up a lot in my story. She's one of my greatest teachers. And during birth, there isn't like a push that we do. It's our womb 
which is the strongest muscle in our body. It's like a natural surge that happens that allows the greatest creation, our children to come out. And so I think we're taught a lot. Like if you think about birth and you're like, oh, what's the scary, like, what's the moment? Oh my gosh, when I had to push, it's like, but you weren't supposed, like you didn't have to do that. Like your body, your womb, like God's design actually created the most ginormous, strongest muscle to, to do it for you to allow the creation to come through. And so as I've like really, and I love to just like gift that to you, Laura, like maybe you feel fascinated to like look up more about like the womb and that moment of like, wait, is there a push? No, it's actually that deep breath of surrender. Oh my God. And then the muscle starts to do all the work and then you've just got it and it comes with ease and it comes with flow. But it's when we try to push, there's complications. Mm. I like feel it in my womb too. As as you were speaking, I was like feeling into that. And it's, it's so interesting because I remember when I first started this work and I think I leaned into the mastermind and someone asked me like, or I was, I had a question about something and I wanted masculine strategy advice. And someone was like, ask your womb. I was like, what? Mm. Like, what do you mean? Like, I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know what that is. And now it has become this intuitive space because the more you learn about yourself, the more you begin to trust yourself, that is, it's a home. It creates life. And like to hear the fact that I didn't know that. I didn't know that it pushes on its own. That's so cool. The human body is fascinating to me, first off. Oh yeah. Specifically women, like holy pickles. They're beautiful creatures, but I had no idea. And that's Mm -hmm. a little token. I'm definitely going to take that with me where it's like, just when you feel the push, like your body's natural way will that can actually cause constriction and complication Mm -hmm. where the body will actually guide you where it needs to be going just like the mind when you surrender when you really ease into these moments where you feel the crunch if you actually relaxed what would come of that yeah Mm -hmm. and I think we've all experienced times of pushing and just making something happen and then we're like wait why didn't (laughs) where are the people why didn't it turn out it's like wasn't really ready (laughs) you know and and I love that you said like when we ask for masculine structure and something that I've found like deep deep softening and surrender in is like that masculine is God Mm -hmm. and with that like I'm always supported it's always coming through right honestly having God as that as the father, as the masculine, as the protector. It's one of the most freeing things I've stepped into this last year. Oh, I'm so happy we're going here. Me too. Literally, (laughs) because it was one of those things where it was like chasing and doing and pushing and whatever. In the last year, it's been this softening and this trusting into God where it's like no need to seek. And what I've noticed, I mean, working in relationship, right? Like we seek these unavailable men, we can get into these toxic cycles, we can really start to try to heal these old patterning wounds and what have you of unmet needs when we were a child. But if we really look at who is the actual masculine structure in our life that we want to surrender to, it's God. And when you do that, we love you at every capacity and there is no unmet need. There is no need to push, there is no need to refine. It is just this all-encompassing love that is, I'm, I have chills all over my entire body as I speak about it. That like, when you lean into it, you are never alone. There is no worry. And when you're pushing and you're trying to go against God's plan, that's when you're going to feel friction. But if you actually yeah. surrender into the softness of like, if you like visualize like big freaking hands and you like lean back into that, it's like, I got your back. You're good. Can I, can you trust me? It's like, yes, of course I can trust you. It has changed my entire life. Same, so powerful. And I just like honoring you for going there, especially because we come from like, you know, like new age spirituality too. And to use the word God and to use the word father and to be humble enough to like even get down on our knees. Like when was the last time we said a prayer? And I've been in this practice too. And I'm like, I, I just, I've never felt so safe. I've never felt so held. I've never felt so happy to like really, truly put my hands up and be like, God, 
I trust you. And then in that seat, I can just enjoy such a present, happy life, despite anything that's happening, happening externally. And then the miracles can arrive. Mm -hmm. And there's also like a test within this too. When you make this transition, I don't know if you've experienced this where God will like really put you in the zone and like linger the time. Like, but how much do you trust me? (laughs) That's the thing. I was in church the other day and he was like, my pastor was like, does anyone else get frustrated by God? And everyone's like, tell us more. And he was like, it's like, he tells you to do something, but will not tell you how, when, or why. It's just this like calling, quit your job, do this. And you're like, okay, cool. What's next? And he was like, just wait just wait Mm -hmm. like how he sends like the disciples and what have you to like go on these missions they're like leave your family and go into the desert and they're like where and they're like just go I got you and it's like this (laughs) deep trust of the uncertainty and I view that as life I use that as relationships as money business like everything it's like we don't have a freaking clue and there is always a hand guiding whether you can look at the orchestration of your life, the artistry of your life. If you view your life as such, when has something never not worked out, Mm -hmm. right? It has not worked out in a way you thought it would. Of course, I can think of literally everything where I'm like, that wasn't how I expected. It was so much better. And even, even the addictions, even the domestic violence, even the illnesses, like my mother losing, you know, losing her life, like all of those things pointed in the direction that we're meant to go and yes they break your heart and yes they hurt and it's not to say that we're avoidant of pain but there's this deep trust within that of like this is for me because I trust God I trust that even the things that hurt me the most are meant for the greater good of all because I am here to be of service to God Mm -hmm. and that kind of trust is is the permission slip of life that you are never doing this alone whoosh sister Mm -hmm power to God. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I remember too, being invited into, like, there's no such thing as willpower. Like, how much better is it when you rely on God power? Mm. Oh, my nervous system's like, thank you. Mm -hmm. And it it is so funny, because I feel people when I bring up God or what have you, I mean, in Texas, is a a little bit more accepting but in the spiritual community a lot of people clench you know or it's like no I'm spiritual and I was like they're the same thing in different capacities like different words you know and I'm like you can have universal but God is the divinity of all like people will say universal I'm like but there's that's yeah. different that's different you know at least for in my world that's different universe universe is one God is all right like and they they work together of course they're a beautiful orchestra beautiful artwork put together but still to me those are different and it's really softening into that language and like normalizing the conversation around it I'm so happy I was reading one of your posts and I was like she talks about God too I'm so into this um because I really shifted from oh I'm sorry to interrupt but I I shifted from universe or source and spirit and just there's a big shift in my being when I can say the word God Mm. like God is the creator of the universe there's just a the father Mm. that that masculine like ah, I I, it's wordless Laura (laughs) it's just for me it's just like a like a warm hug to the soul like it's just mm-hmm. like you're, you're so safe I'm like thank you thank you and it, it was like what shifted for me was I shot up a prayer and I was like God like I was so lost in my business and life and I was like God give me the death I need to rise to my highest potential and that's when my relationship ended that's when my entire life started to shift and the first time I did that I fought it and you know dragged my feet and then I did it again and I saw all the signs and I was like you got my back I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Not a clue. Like I'm, my lease is screwed. I don't know where I'm living. I don't like all these things are up in the air. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm sitting in my new house now looking around and I'm like, oh, this is the deep surrender. This is what this was for. I get you. I see you. I honor you. Thank you. You know? Mm -hmm. I think because we've had these moments too and, 
we can also like when it happens again, because again, we die and be reborn constantly, especially as creative artists. That's what we're asking for in our life because we value growth is in those moments of destruction. I just like, I, I almost can laugh. Like Mm -hmm. I physically laugh. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what does this mean? Like, yes, of course, there may be, there may be pain, but I can bring in like the smile and the joy and just know like God is reconstructing something beyond what my eyes can possibly imagine. And gosh, this is excruciating. I have no idea how I'm going to pay this off, whatever it is. And then the next week or the next day, it's like that miracle is right there. Exactly. It's, it's one of those things it, it makes the avoidance of pain unnecessary because you're like, I'm not going to avoid any pain because it's always for me. And therefore, when something does happen, a rupture, a break, a fear, a, a roadblock, it's not as scary anymore. You know, before, mm-hmm. if I look back, it's like, that's when I would use the trauma responses and the coping mechanisms and the drugs and what have you. And now it's like, oh, we got this. Not mm. I'm strong, defiant, independent, doing this on my own, keeping it in the closet, whatever. It's like, we got this as a collective. This is for us. Okay, let's go. Let's rise. Let's see what this is. And, you know, not bypassing the emotion and the pain of whatever anyone's going through, but it is, where can you soften into this? Where can you trust that this is for you? Where can you reframe the question of what's going on in your life and feeling like maybe there's some chaos and really look at it as, what if I just let all of this settle into a surrender of trust? that I don't have to do this alone. I'm not alone in this. Can I ask for help in such a deep and thought-provoking, heart-opening way and learn to deepen that self-trust because you're never alone? Yeah. And and understanding that it's, we may not see it in the moment, but there is purpose in the pain. Mm. I, a lot of people asked me when, before I had given birth, like, are you scared? Are you scared? And they thought I was crazy when I would smile and be like, no, no, I'm not. Like I I genuinely was not afraid. I was aware that it was going to be something I've never expected. And so that's also, you know, easy to go with the flow, but I knew that like with the surges, with the contractions, with the pain, there is so much purpose. There is so much light on the other side. I have my whole life with this being God, God grants me that. Mm. What would you say in birth was your biggest, the biggest lesson? to to keep my heart open that was I would I connected with God it was very spiritual experience as you can probably imagine but um towards the end of birth I had asked well even before I started I knew I was going to be giving birth that day but I hadn't started the contractions but I was feeling very lucid and I asked before like what needs to start this party (laughs) how can we get this going I'm ready to meet my son and first it was, you must let go of, of the maiden and know that you are going to be an amazing mother and open yourself. And then same thing towards the end of labor, about five minutes before he arrived, my arms were closed and I was holding my body and I asked God, God, how can he come now? And he said, you need to open, you need to open your wings. And even in my birth video, my, my arms are spread across the pool open. My chest is completely open. I just let myself roar and open as he, he came through into the waters. Oh my goodness. How beautiful. So, so much, I guess, so much opening amidst the I'm scared, amidst the I'm changing. It's like, even if I want to contract and I want to go inward, I I still have to keep my heart open. Mm. I still have to keep my heart open to love. Mm. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for asking. That is beautiful. I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for this conversation. I am. Yeah, it was powerful. I'm so happy with this. Where can my lovely community come say hi to you? Check yeah, they can come. They can come say hi. And um, I love Instagram. <laughs> you know, that's my play space. I like to keep it simple. I love sharing on stories. I am constantly having 
courses and workshops and programs. Um, if you're wanting to deepen your work, I have a mastermind called Devotion. It is, I'm not going to say my baby because nothing compares, but it is a highlight of my life holding that space. So that's where they can come play. Mm. And I'll make sure to put that all in the show notes. But thank you so, so much, my dear. Is there any last words that you have? Mm. Just be, be okay with just being. That's what I would end with. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. Mm. How beautiful is she? I love the conversation around God and source and rest and trust and surrender. It's, mm, this episode makes me feel so home. So like I said, I'm going to put everything in the show notes so you can connect with Katie. So Katie underscore underscore Taylor or our Instagram, our page, Healing to Happy, or me, it's Laura Patricia Martin, ITS Laura Patricia Martin. I'm going to put all the show links and things below for Sacred Singlehood or the Dating Mastermind or whatever is tickling your pickle right now and that you want to jump into. But either way, either way, I will see you next Monday for our next episode. Bye.